Welcome everyone to another episode of The Roman Show. This is for the week of October 11th. Just crazy, huh? We just got a few more months until this wonderful and unexpected and unprecedented year of 2020 is over. But one thing is for sure is that we have a great lineup for you. We welcome bare knuckle fighter Joe Elmore on the program and we got lots to kick back and talk. So here we go. The Roman Show starts right now. Step down to the get down. All right, whenever you're ready. You're ready. Five seconds to the open. Aquarius, watch that little gimbal. We don't want you coming off in space. Booster, go. Retro, go. Lido, go fly. Guidance, transcope. Surgeon, go flight. Econ, we're going flight. GNC, we're going. Down here, go. Control, go. Go, go. FAO, we are go. Network, go. Recovery, go. Capcom. The Roman Show. With your host, Rodolfo Roman. Welcome, everyone. Once again, thanks so much. Your host here, Rodolfo Roman. Uh, thank you very much to our, our sponsors when I get this out the way, including our good friends at Fusion CBD Products. By God, uh, these guys are amazing. Their products are on point. I've been taking their um, sleep and recovery uh, pills. And I have to tell you, I am feeling like a champ. And the CBD sports water too, which you can get a pack online for 20 bucks. Head on over to FusionCBDProducts.com. And I have to tell you that you will feel great. Listen, I'm, I'm nearing 40 here. So I'm not a young buck. Let me just take a quick sip of coffee here. And you need these type of things. Because as you get older, your joints are not the same. You get a lot of muscle ache. Hell, just last night, I had myself a, a massage. And I hadn't had a massage in, in three, four months. And it felt like torture. I used to get them every month. So my body was, was pretty much accustomed to it and uh, wasn't feeling too much of the pain but yesterday in fact today my body feels like I got hit by a truck everything from my hips my calves my quads my shoulders my triceps they're just fire my lower back I don't even know how I'm walking and I exercise this morning but and shout out to my massage spare therapist, Maria Massages in Space. But Fusion CBD products in the meantime helped me out while I held back and getting a massage because of this whole coronavirus thing. So head on over right now. FusionCBDproducts.com is the website. And ladies and gentlemen, you got Christmas around the corner. You're going to probably get a significant other. So you got to trim your boys down there and you have to get yourself a Manscaped lawnmower. Head on over right now to Manscaped.com. That's Manscaped.com and purchase yourself a manly lawnmower and shave the pubes and feel like a champ. Manscaped.com is the website. And while you're at it and buy yourself a lawnmower, purchase yourself a bottle of ball wash because... Sure, your boys or your balls could be clean, but they got to smell good, right? Well, 
Ball Wash is what you need. Head on over to BallWash.com and get yourself a bottle of Ball Wash. And trust me, your balls will be smelling fresh and clean. No doubt about that. All right. Well, penalty box training. You've heard me talk about it here many times. It is a wonderful tool. Why you say? Well, because this thing, my friends, a very cheap and a very affordable training product. It's it's, it's it fits in your freaking book bag for God's sake. It's bendable. You can take it. I I take it myself to the park. Um, head on over to penaltyboxtraining.com. That's penaltyboxtraining.com, and get yourself a penalty box training device right now as you speak you, you have they have hundreds of exercises that you can do you can just head it over to penalty box start tra- penalty box training.com to find out more details on how to purchase your equipment and while you're at it lastly you heard about recovery so right that's the last thing that you need and especially if you sit in the office all day i'm out here working during the week and sitting down and despite all the exercises i do in the stretches your hips get tight so what do i do i sit my little ass and so right and it gives me a massage it bends my back and it makes me feel brand new makes me feel like i was makes me feel like i used to feel 20 20 years ago like trump said uh but no seriously so right is is very helpful um you know they talk about the foam rollers well this thing is a whole lot better it really arcs your back when you lay on it and it really digs in deep your lower back. So if you have like a pinched nerve, I like to put it in the back of my neck um, when I'm stressed out and I just massage it on my head. Ah, oh, you have no idea how good that thing is. And it's very affordable, a very simple tool. That's so right. PSORight.com. Get yourself a soul right today. All right, boys and girls, in just a few, we're going to welcome Joel Elmore of Bare Knuckle Fighting. And uh, if you missed it, last month he had an incredible fight. I like the guy because he came in super hyped. The guy, you know, you can tell that he was having fun in there. And in fact, in the interview, he says that there's people that like fighting and learn how to, how to fight. And there's people that were born fighting. And that's him. He was born to fight. He is a fighter. And of course, tuning up his skills. But the guy has such a great spirit. You can tell that every time he competes, it's not for money. It's not for fame. It's because he wants to give a freaking show. And I'm not going to tell you who he called out. You're going to have to stick yet, stick around and listen to the interview. But Jell Moore um, has a one name in mind. And if you're a big MMA fan or mixed martial arts fan, you will know who this man is who made his transition to the bare knuckle camp so stay tuned in just a little bit and hear from joe elmo all right now mixed martial arts let's talk this topic man what a freaking highlight reel if you caught the ufc yesterday or if you were online last night joaquin buckley this dude did a spinning donkey kick well, first, he, he tried to go for a, 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 a side kick. It was his left. And his opponent, Impa, caught it. And as he held the foot, 
Joaquin turned around and boom, donkey kicked this dude in the freaking face. Impa went down. It looked like a freaking movie, like a Bruce Lee movie. In fact, the dude even got knocked down slowly. It's it was, it's like the freaking Matrix. It was amazing. It's it instantly just started going viral because of how sick of a knockout it is. I have never seen a knockout like that. I don't think anyone in the world of MMA has seen that. But that is some movie Hollywood shit, to say the least, man. And I don't like to curse here, but... That freaking kick was amazing. Kudos to Joaquin, where, in fact, Dana White came up after him and said, Hey, Sean Shelby just told me to sign your $50,000, $20,000 bonus check just for that thing. Wow, amazing, man. Joaquin Buckley, thank you for doing that amazing freaking highlight reel that for... From here on to the to the God knows when we will still be talking about that freaking amazing highlight reel that you created, my friend. Whatever happens in your career, no doubt remember that that will go into the history books of mixed martial arts. And also another guy that made headlines is the main event, uh, Corey Sandhagen. He took on Marlon Marlon Morais. Morais, you know, we've had him here in the program. Such a splendid, wonderful fighter. In fact, one win against Corey, perhaps it would have get him closer, very close to a title shot. Unfortunately, it didn't go that way, and he lost. Uh, I I was surprised. I, I I truly was surprised. I was watching the fight, and really, I was like, "Wow, mind blowing!" Because I really thought that Marlon Moraes was gonna. He's a guy that always brings it, but Corey hit him with a freaking spinning wheel kick and Moraes just went down in the second round. TKO win very early in the second round. There's no doubt that now Corey is that guy that the UFC could be, will be moving up, of course, in the numbers as far as the top 10. And he has called out for top guys like a Frankie Edgar. Or those guys in those caliber because he surely deserves it by defeating a guy like Marlon Moraes, who is no slouch and who is another highlight reel. If you remember the time when he competed for the World Series of Fighting and then later, of course, in, in his first fights of the UFC. Guy was freaking amazing. His stand-up game is, is, is to die for. But that's just the world that we live in with mixed martial arts. You never know what you're going to get. And next week, ladies and gentlemen... We are going to get a, uh, a very nice competitive card. Once again, remember the USC is still in Dubai. But you got the Brian Ortega going up against the Korean Zombie. That should be a good fight. Brian Ortega, of course, coming back. Um, ever since he had a, a, a title shot. Um, hasn't been quite the same. So he's trying to find his his way back. Make his way in um, to the top. Of course, and we're gonna see him up against Korean Zombie, another dude that always brings it. This guy's no slouch. You know that guy has had some freaking it's the wars, and and Brian Ortega could bring it too, of course. But yeah, again, ever since he competed against Max Holloway, uh, <laughs> 2018 for the uh, featherweight championship, you know Brian Edgar just just 
I mean, Brian Ortega just hasn't been uh, been the same. Of course, he all he 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 caught everyone's attention after knocking out Frankie Edgar, a guy that has never been knocked out, and he made his way up to getting a, a an opportunity with Max Holloway, but. Brian Ortega was was just not enough for Max, and Max just just pretty much had his way. TKO, Doctor Stoppage in the fourth round. That was back in December of 2018. But he's back. He's back in action. I believe he had an injury, and he, he's only 29 years old, so he has plenty of of of, of fuel, of energy, uh, in his career ahead. And his next fight against will be against again the Korean Zombie, and that. It will be the main event, and there's no doubt in my mind that it's going to be a freaking war, because those guys can freaking bring it. They really can bring it. The zombie, uh, oof. in fact, those, those two actually were scheduled to fight back in 2019 in December, uh, but because Ortega's injury with the knee, he had to be uh, pulled out, and you know, we're getting that fight next week right here. And then we got the Gaethje versus Habib fight the following weekend. So great fights coming up again. Looking forward to all the action that we have. And as I mentioned, we're, we're trying to get in contact with CEO of, of Titan FC, or COO, Lex McMahon, who currently is training in Alabama with freaking uh, Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. Uh, Walt Harris, Charles Rosa, these are all UFC guys and a whole bunch of other dudes that are getting him ready for his first competition, his first professional mixed martial arts competition in the Dominican Republic as 49-year-old dude is having his first fight, his first MMA fight, and he's putting it up all, all there. He is fighting... Justin Thornton, a guy that has more than about 20 fights. Justin Thornton, yes, he has a lopsided record, more losses than wins, but that does not count, knowing that this guy has had more experience inside the cage. 6 and 17, my friends. Okay, this guy has over 20 fights, and he's going up against Lex, who has never had a fight. That just shows you at a 49 years old that this guy has balls. Proud to be work for this man. This guy is definitely doing something positive too. He is donating funds uh, to the veterans. Of course, he is a, a, a U.S. Marine. So his benefits are, are, are or the, the purse will be benefiting those with suffering with PTSD. So not only is his putting his life on the line, but he is helping those in need. Thank you, boss, for doing what you do. You're definitely inspiring many people, man. That's that's just absolutely awesome. Want to talk a little bit here about what's going on in the world of metal. And as we've heard this past week, we had some unfortunate news. The late, great, legendary Eddie Van Halen passed away. Cancer took him away. You know, this guy was just a freaking stud. This guy's a legend. <laughs> the other day, I... I, I, I uh, Posted something on social media. I was kind of upset at my neighbors for blaring their damn music so damn loud. Their their pitbull and all the other garbage they put. Not that I say it's it's garbage, but whatever. It's just it's just 
come on, let me freaking sleep. It's midnight. You're bumping reggaeton and all this other stuff. But guy on, on, on social media says, listen, if you want to get back to them, play Eruption really, really loud at 6 o'clock or 6 a.m. in the morning. You'll see that they'll never do that ever again. I said, okay, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to wake up at 6 o'clock in the morning. I'm going to go train in my backyard. And I'm going to freaking pump Eruption by Van Halen. And surely enough, I never heard no more reggaeton at midnight anymore. Eddie Van Halen was a freaking legend, uh, a pioneer, a person who created sounds that today have defined music. By far one of the top greatest guitarists of all time. And he has now left planet Earth. But as Sammy Hagar said, you know, he, he might be gone physically, but his music is here. And it's here for, for forever. As long as we live. So thank you, Eddie Van Halen, for everything that you did in the world of rock and roll. <clears throat> we really appreciate it. Ice Nine Kills, we've mentioned here many times. And they will be releasing a live album. I Heard They Kill Live, which will feature, of course, most of the songs of their uh, previous album that features a lot of the horror theme songs. And I, this is such great because it's obviously it's just the, the day before Halloween, but not just that, it's just we need this so badly. In fact, I was scheduled to see them, and, and, and that album, by the way, The Silver Screen, which was released back in 2018. I was supposed to see these guys this year in sometime in the spring, but because of uh, COVID-19, that pretty much got shut down. They had a freaking awesome concert or tour planned with uh, Papa Roach, I Prevail, and Five Finger, and Five Finger Death Punch. It was just going to be a freaking awesome concert, but COVID-19 struck. And we never got to see that concert, unfortunately. But you know what? These boys have um, stepped up and they're going to be releasing that album. So look out for that dropping October 30th. Looking forward to hearing that and at least giving us some sort of normalcy. Although I do see some of the normalcy as we speak as right now. Not many people really, unfortunately, practicing the whole social distancing and wearing masks. But I don't know. I don't know where we stand right now. But whatever it is, just stay safe, all right? That's all we can do. Stay safe. Don't do anything stupid. Don't bring in the politics in here. Um, the people are wild. Sometimes it feels like it's in the wild, wild west where we are right now. But just stay put. Enjoy your life. And. As they say, don't take shit from anyone. All right, Joe Elmore of Bare Knuckle Fighting will join us up next. He's going to talk to us about what he plans to do for the remainder of the year, his previous fight, and a whole lot more. Coming up next, Joe Elmore. Welcome, everyone. Well... There's a, uh, say a, a sport that really has been uh, getting a lot of attention lately. If you're a, a sports fan of combat sports, and that's Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship. Uh, they just recently had a great fight card where we saw some uh, UFC vets uh, 
uh, hit the uh, the squared circle there, Lorenzo Hunt. Um, of course, there the the main event that night uh, was Tiago Alves. So, so Hector Lombard was a part of that. But this man right here really caught my attention because he brings a lot of energy to the squared circle. He is also a, a mixed martial artist as well. As well, I'm talking about Joe Elmore. Joe, thanks so much for joining us here in the Roman Show. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks for having me, bro. Joe, man, uh, you really packed the punch there. You had a great fight uh, with your opponent, and you, what I loved about you and your fight, man, your your energy uh, was intense throughout the entire competition, and you kept basically motivating your opponent, Tom, to hit you to, to basically say, "Let's fight, let's do this, man." So, congratulations on that win. Yeah, thank you, thank you, man. That's my energy all the time. Uh, uh... I, I always, uh, I have a saying I say, you know, you always watch fighters and, and, or, or people that fight. And some of the people were, were born and then they learned how to fight. Some people were born fighters and then learn how to tune it. And I just feel like I was born fighting. I've always made friends fighting. Uh, uh, my structure's always been fighting. I've always, I've never got knocked down during a fight. So I, I literally feel like I'm, uh, built, to. Uh, to do that plus i'm pretty hyper and, and uh, that annoys people so i feel like i'm drawing people in the fight all the time <laughs> <laughs> you know you got my attention is i saw a video of a of a good friend of mine there uh, chris uh an announcer down here in florida and he caught you prior i think it was prior to the weigh-ins i want to see or maybe before the fight but you had like a 12 pack of white claw and you were just amped ready to celebrate <laughs> now I gotta I gotta pick on you there. White white claw man. Why not a box of tequila or something? <laughs> okay, so uh, I mean, well, funny enough, man. I'm uh, I'm, I'm from Georgia. We have IPAs of IPAs huge here, right? And uh, I love IPAs and, and really really good bourbon. Uh, uh, but I have IBS now. So it just sucks. I can't. Uh, I can't drink the yeast and stuff. It makes my belly swell. So, oh. for the biggest wussy reason in the world, I drink <laughs> seltzer water because it's about the only thing I can drink and uh, just enjoy and still have a good time, not fall asleep. <laughs> yeah, but you'd have to drink the entire case to get a good buzz, man. Those things are weak. Oh yeah. Well, basically, that's why I had the whole case in my hand. <laughs> I get to drink that shit all day, and it's, uh, it really just hydrates me. <laughs> <laughs> Well, congrats on this, man. How, how did you come off the fight afterwards? Uh, you, you definitely exchanged some some real hot hits between uh, you and Tom. Uh, I mean, uh, there, there would look like a lot of damage on my face, but I've got 40 pro uh, MMA fights. Uh, uh, I'm 2-0 in uh, professional Muay Thai. Uh, uh, my face splits open like Nate Diaz. I'm, uh, mm -hmm. I've got Native American, Irish, and Spanish conquistador blood, so I have real thick pointy bones. I would almost have to go into my eyebrows and do the, I've thought about doing it before. I just don't want to change the structure of my bones and endanger my eyes, but trying to get some of that shaved off mm. because I just split open every time. So when he hit me with those bony knuckles, it was, uh, it, it was kind of splitting me, but, uh, I knew that was the kind of fight I was going to have to have, man. He's got six or seven inch reach on me yeah. and, uh, I've never been knocked down. So I knew I was going to go through six inches of his jab to be able to throw it. And the real bad cut, uh, the one that did have like four or five stitches in it around it, the one over my eyebrow was in the first when I knocked him down. Uh, he threw a jab at the same time and I just went through it. Pop, that was the one that split him about four feet back. 
but it was all right. No brain damage. He really uh, kind of hit me right around the eyes and on that thick bomb structure. Uh, one good shot on my jaw. I kind of had a little bruising and stuff. But within a week, I posted a couple videos. Uh, I got a real good healthcare clinic that gives me PMF therapy. It's a, uh, what they give the NASA astronauts when they come back to help with the muscle atrophy and the bone density problems they have from being in space. They put that stuff on my face. They're getting ready to do PRP. So I'm, I'm, I'm got my stitches out today. Almost down there healed, man. Only thing I got to uh, let's my, man, boy, I conditioned my knuckles my whole life. But these are still sore. As soon as those get ready, I'll be ready to fight again, though. So you haven't, broken, you haven't been training, though? You've been taking a little break now? Uh, yeah. Um, uh, I promised my wife I would take a two-week break. Absolutely nothing. Not going to the uh, gym or anything. Uh, I have a couple sponsors. Uh, a guy getting ready to endorse me as well. So I get kind of paid to stay home and train. I mean, I, I train other fighters and do seminars as far as grappling seminars and, and striking seminars and personal training and stuff like that. But uh, even that, man, I took a full two weeks off just to medically heal and and do anything I could. I went camping with my brother uh, to get away in the Appalachian Mountains and went hiking and checked out some waterfalls just to relax my mind and let that adrenaline dump from the fight of the night kind of died down, you know, because the adrenaline rush is hard, too, man. You know, for a week after that fight, you've got your family there, and, and you win fight of the night, and, and you put your body through that war of the adrenaline, man. It takes a little while to leave, so I've just kind of reset everything, so. So you having the experience of, uh, of mixed martial arts and Muay Thai and then now bare knuckle, you had your first fight in July. How is there a difference in the recovery time since here you're fighting bare knuckles? You know, there's no gloves. Not that it makes that much of a difference because if you get hit with one of those uh, MMA gloves, like what, eight, ten ounces, whatever the heck it is. I mean, it, it still feels like you're getting hit by the knuckles. But is there a difference? Uh, I mean, I definitely felt bone through my knuckles. But I've conditioned my knuckles because of Taekwondo since I was a kid uh, when I was 14. Uh, I got my butt belt. So I've, I, my, our, we did knuckle conditioning, hitting boards, doing the stand, the rice conditioning. Uh, I mean, I, I, my hands are sore, but I'm going to start back training on Monday. Uh, I got one knuckle I'm kind of worried about, but it's not broke. Uh, I could play a piano right now if I wanted to, not that I know how, but uh, <laughs> no, I mean, I, I find that during an MMA fight, man, you got to worry about, uh, I'm a leg lock specialist and do submission grappling and stuff too. And, and you hurt your knee or tear your meniscus or mm-hmm. sometimes even when you win a fight you take some leg kicks and you can't walk for a week and mm-hmm. uh it wasn't it wasn't bad you know these the cuts heal in seven eight days uh uh i can be back training a hundred percent by by monday or tuesday this next week uh just ready to go again at least conditioning to get ready for my next fight and after my first fight it was nothing i, I had a little sore knuckle on my right hand but but, uh, I mean, of course, I had a 52-second knockout, but I threw every ounce of pressure I had behind that right hand, and it held up fine. As long as you're precise and not hitting them on the skull, man, and throwing just wild punches, which man, they're, they're bringing talent they got, man. If you're not throwing precise, and, uh, there's always a risk. But, yeah, I mean, I, man, nothing nothing worse than I've ever been through. I actually uh, uh, assume I'll have a longer career in this than I would if it were just MMA. You know, it's funny you mentioned that. I've competed myself in Muay Thai, and when you get kicked in the leg, man, you're out for pretty much long time, and they hit you in that sweet spot. Uh, but you're right. If you're if you're taking punches to the face, yeah, you know, you you feel it the next day, but you recover quickly, 
or, or faster compared to to the 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 hits to the legs. I mean, I, it's just me. I don't know. What would, would you? There's just some, no, some truth 100%, to that. No, hundred percent, man. No, you know that sweet spot right where the uh, yep right right above the knees, right where that that's not. It can stay purple, and you'll have you'll yes. be limping with a straight leg for two or three weeks. Yeah. I mean, it was, and, and then it affects your meniscus, and your leg's not as strong. You got to rehab it. My knuckles are sore. They broke a little bit of the soft tissue apart, but it'll probably grow back stronger. That's the way the bones are. You know, my, I've been punching and conditioning my hands on heavy backs for a long time, so I know they'll they'll come back. They're sore on now, but man, they're so good. I can right, you know, there's nothing. It was uh, it was uh, very surprising in my last two fights. How about uh, for doing this? Headaches or Headaches or anything like that that you feel compared to say uh, when you had an MMA fight or. Or would it be kind oh, of pretty no, much the same? Not at all. Not at all. I feel like the, the, the gloves just make your head bounce more. It gives you more mm-hmm. of like whiplash. So it stops the cuts, but it's more like a bouncy feeling. And you're going to get more jarred anyway, really, I guess. Hmm. Interesting. And I, I, I uh, yeah, no, I mean, I, when I fought Jordan Rinaldi, that was one of the worst times I ever had in my head. But there was the elbows. He had me uh, held mm-hmm. on the ground. There was a few just where his palm was slightly on my face and it would slip to the floor and throw that elbow. And then I felt those pump nuts for two or three weeks, dude, for a while. And then this one, nothing. No real, like, nothing. My, my eye was sore. My, but, man, I was I went to the after party. I, I didn't even go to the hospital <laughs> after the fight. My, you know, my eye was open. And I went in the bathroom. I was like, "Look, Doc, man, I want y'all to show me here. Like, well, you can go to the hospital and get stood up now, or you can wait till all the fights are over, and I'll fill you back up back here." And it was a plastic surgeon, and I was like, "You know, I really honestly, Doc, if you work with, with with fighters, I'd rather you do it here." And I was like, "Because I want to go to the after party." So we went in the back. And he put 42, 52 stitches in my face, sewed my tongue. I bit through my tongue a little bit. He sewed my tongue up, and I went and hung out the after party because I rented a I rented a uh, I rented a uh, hotel room. At the uh, Hilton right across the street with about 20 or 30 of my family members that flew in from Texas and Arizona and all over. And, and we had a little after party and I tore those claws up. That is too funny. So what what's next for you? Are we going to see you in a, in a competition this year or are you going to just wait until 2021? Um, It depends. If opportunity hits and I can fight a fight that makes sense in December. Yeah, I do think I'm going to wait. Um, I had an opportunity maybe to do November card, but I want to um, just see how my body heals first for the next couple of weeks before I make any decisions on that. But uh, I do have an opponent in mind, a couple of them. And, uh, yeah, but definitely by January. Any of those opponents you'd like to share with us? Uh, well, they, they asked who they wanted to see me fight, and, and uh, really, uh, my, my uh, the fight I think of the fans will like, and the fight that makes sense for me because I want that 165 title. There's only two guys that really are talented enough I, in my eyes that deserve it. I mean, uh, well, of course you got Burrito; he's one of my friends. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's not who I'm after. I'm after uh, Leonard Garcia. Oh, you nice. And uh, I heard Dave the Caveman Rickles say that uh, he he said pick me or something on a fight, so maybe he said he wants one. But David Cabran Nichols and Leonard Garcia especially is the one I want, though, because that would be a damn good fight. He's a, a brawler. Yep. I got power. He ain't afraid to get hit. That's either fight of the night or knockout of the night, and that's the kind of fights I want. I don't want no pissy run around and duck and dodge fights. I'm willing to get hit and 
and throw hits and that's why I picked this shit. Two minute rounds, five rounds, fast as fuck. Let's go. Now, will you be fluctuating be, be, between the bare knuckles and MMA, or that's pretty much it? You're stuck on uh, on bare knuckles. I'm going to be. I want to be the 165. Not if it's not with the 155, 165, and 175 champion. I want to be the 165 champion though. There's never been a 165 pound champion. Right now, they've uh, added the uh, bare, the original bare knuckle boxing championship as a as a uh, affiliated title to what we're doing. I believe uh, that's what's happening with the Joey Beltran. It's going to be the first time that they've let that one come in. There's never been a 165 division. And uh, I'm chasing to be the 165 world champion for them. Um, uh, they're paying as much or more than Bellator. I know what a lot of the fighters are making. I mean, Cage made $3 million. So uh, bare, knuckle, bare, bare Knuckle Boxing is a place where I can be the Chuck Liddell. You know, they got 12, 12 fighters, and I got a little of them like, am I knock people down? And Dan Henderson and guys like that. And were made in the UFC to, to make their own name, you know what I mean? So I can't say if Dana White gave me a million bucks, I wouldn't fight that as well. But uh, I love uh, I love what David Philbin represents. I love the BKFC. They're they're amazing. Uh, it's a whole new sport, and uh, and uh, I just love it, man. It's really it's really what I want. I feel like it was kind of made for me and my style of fighting too. I see what I want to thank you so much for your time, man, and. Uh... Definitely heal up. We want to see you in action again and, and, and bring up the, that energy that you bring inside the squared circle. And uh, looking forward to your next competition, man. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. Alrighty, Joe. Thanks so much for your opportunity uh, or your, your time for joining us here in the program. And we really appreciate you and looking forward to seeing you in action, perhaps against Leonard Garcia, because we know that that fight will deliver. WWE, man. Pro wrestling. Um, man, it's been... I don't even know what to say anymore, but listen, I'll just talk about AEW. Kudos to them. They just celebrated the one-year anniversary they're going to have an anniversary show this coming week. Every title will be on the line. Cody Rhodes will put up his TNT championship against Orange Cassidy. John Moxley will put his heavyweight championship against Lance Archer. Um, FTR will put up their tag team titles. And um, Sheeta will put up her women's title. But, man, it's just, I don't know what it is. This past week on AEW, they had Chris Jericho's 30-year anniversary. It was entertaining to far the least. I thought it was pretty funny. But uh, I, I don't know. But I, I really did like the NXT Modify Thunderdome, whatever you want to call it. That was cool. But I don't know. The only thing I'm really invested is, honestly, is Rey Mysterio uh, versus Seth Rollins. That storyline they got going on is pretty in, in, interesting. How, how The way they're doing it is very realistic. And even the, the Roman Reigns and... And uh, the Usos. But other than that, I, I don't, not even The Fiend is attracting me. I don't know how you guys feel about this, but please let me know. Shoot me an email, info at theromanshow.com. Or follow us and tweet to us. Uh, our socials are, as you know, Roman Show on Facebook and at The Roman Show on Twitter. And on Instagram uh, at The Roman Show, uh, Roman Show Media. But I, I, I just don't know. I, I don't, I. I'm not blaming the fact that we're in COVID-19. 
it is just in the writing you know it's really it's really based on the writing they're not being consistent some of the things that's done inside the ring psychology wise it's all over the place you have a, a freaking guy like 58 you know who's, who's my height going up against a guy who's like 610 and 58 guy clotheslines a 610 guy come on man come on seriously we know that in real life that's never po- that's just that's just not possible it's common sense that if we have a guy who's 5'8 taking on a guy who's 6'10, who you can't reach the freaking guy's face, so you're going to have to kick him, get him tired. I mean, that, that's just the only thing that you can do. You're not going to freaking clothesline a freaking guy that height or, 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 or do a plancha and expect that the guy who's 6'10 is going to go down. I, I don't know what world these people think that we live in, but... Listen, we're not dumb here. I mean, we kind of know. We all know that WWE, pro wrestling in general, is fake. We get that. Awesome. But come on. And then you do all these 50, 70, 100 kicks, and they never go down, or they keep getting up after a kick. So the the, the point of the move is lost. You see people stunning people from left to right, and they still keep getting up? I, where am I living, man? Come on. Seriously, this was your opportunity, and and again, thank you because pro wrestling has been the only, and I want to repeat this, the only sports slash entertainment that has never stopped during COVID nineteen. Every other sport stopped, but the WWE and AEW they never stopped. So kudos to you, but gentlemen and ladies, if you're gonna give us a product. Don't slack us. Give us something good. Don't put none of this 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 clownish acts. I like NXT. That they're very uh, I guess conservative, if you want to say, with the way that they approach their product. AEW is a little loopy, but WWE and SmackDown. I just don't know where the hell they stand in. I, I don't know where these writers are, what they're doing, or what they're smoking. But you can do it. You have. Great talent. You have the avail- uh, the the ability of telling us great stories like back in the day. If it worked back then, why can't you just modify it to 2020? Yeah, okay, you don't want to curse. You don't want to do all that attitude era. I understand. That's cool. But give us something relatable to now. I like, see, I like the Hurt Business. I like where they're going with that. And you get this raw underground... I, what happened to I? Tell me, explain to me. What is the purpose? Are you gonna have a champion for Raw Underground? What is the point of making that last hour Raw Underground if you only give me like ten minutes of it? If it's a place for a wrestler to kind of show his or her demeanor or how strong he or she is by taking him into this 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 pit, then let the wrestler be. In that atmosphere, don't bring them back to the to the the rings and the ropes. Tell me and show me that this guy is truly a badass or a girl. Come on, guys, step up, please. Tell me your thoughts. I really, really want to hear from you. Info at theromanshow.com, at the Roman Show on Twitter, Roman Show Media on Instagram and Facebook. I'm gonna sign off. I thank you very much. 
think I've had enough. I think it's time to take a little break. We're preparing here for our, our second child. We're preparing mentally and physically, enjoying the last few minutes of sleep, although we really never sleep that good anymore since I, you know, two years ago. But we're waiting here patiently, excited, drinking coffee, and also practicing and celebrating Sober October. To those men and women celebrating Sober October, cheers and hope you continue. We still got, where are we now? We're shooting this on the 11th. Well, we got another 20, 20 days. But hey, we can do it, guys. All right, 20 days, Sober October. Love you. Thank you. We'll catch you next week. If you haven't been on, you haven't been heard, thank you for listening to The Roman Show. We will welcome next week, Warwind. Oh, Warwind. They're going to be part of a heavy metal virtual Halloween concert. We have the details. We'll catch you next week. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.